0: It's Johnny Marks. Thank you so much for checking out the Marks in the Morning podcast. Remember, you can listen to myself, Carrie Mack, and JP weekdays from 6 to 10 live on K92.3. Get out of bed. It's time to get your day started. This is Marks in the Morning on K92.3. Can I get, a countdown?
1: I get a countdown? Three,
0: two, one. Well, look at that. It's, uh, it's a new month. It's Monday. It's March 1st. 2021 i'm johnny marks this is carrie mack one year ago heading into march we had no idea what we were getting into did we
1: no i had no clue what's going on
0: you had a birthday your birthday's wednesday
1: yeah yeah
0: so your birthday was kind of one of the last i guess things you could celebrate last year before everything shut down
1: right yeah oh my gosh i just thought about that that's the last time i went out and enjoyed myself
0: there's a lot more optimism this March than there was last March. Uh, obviously, we're all ready to celebrate and go out and do crazy stuff. Maybe we won't get quite that far in March, but by next year at this time, almost for sure, right? Do you have any plans for your birthday? It's on a Wednesday, and you're about, what, 12 hours from where you were born? So yeah. <laughs> I can imagine your plans are going to be minimal, but I'll ask you anyways. Do you have anything going on?
1: I'm trying to book myself a nail appointment just there to treat go. myself like a manny petty. Because I haven't had one in a while, so I'll try and find a place around here, treat myself after work one day.
0: Look at that. We've got your birthday on the calendar here. I uh, just flipped it over to March. <laughs> today it says no JP, and then Wednesday it says Carrie. Uh,
1: <laughs> JP's
0: got, I think, his kids. or something going on today, so he's not going to be on the show with us. But we do have a big week, a fun week, no doubt about it. We've got Gender Bender all this week, sponsored by Jay's Homestyle Cooking. Your chance to win A.J.'s gift card. We play at 7.35. Actually, that's when we take our callers. We play just a couple minutes later. Got a lot more good stuff on the show uh, as well. We'll just have to jump right in. It's also, what, it's the start of March Madness this month. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. I know Hawkeyes fans woke up very happy this morning after their big win yesterday against uh, the Buckeyes. But we've got something else going on here, kind of a spinoff of that, which we'll talk about very soon on the show. And a lot of Spring break's coming up. Maybe you will be somewhere on a beach, although I think you and I's spring break, uh, break got scrapped this year. Did it not? Uh, there we go. So I'm looking at Intern skyscraper. He said, yeah, sorry about that, buddy. But for, uh, uh, well, some other people, I suppose. I, I would imagine a lot of schools canceled theirs. Um, we don't really get a spring break. Carrie Mack and I are, we, are, we work 24-7. Well, when the show's over, I chain her to her desk and she, well, she can't really chain me to my desk. She uses <laughs> mind powers to do it.
1: Yeah, That's exactly. crazy. My telepathy or yeah, whatever it is. Which you
0: think you'd use to get out of your own chains, but you don't. No. You just no. gotta let it happen. <laughs> I just want
1: to make sure you feel the same pain that I'm going through. Of
0: course. Right? Uh, lots of stuff to look forward to in March. We'll talk about that actually. Random facts this morning. I got a couple of interesting ones for you, including some things to look forward to uh, before the month of March, so we'll get to that in a bit. I'll tell you the highlights that aren't going to be on most people's calendars. Carrie's birthday is in two days.
1: It should be on everyone's calendar by now.
0: It's on my calendars. We've got it on the one in the studio, and I have it on the one in my office. So that, does that
1: count? Uh, sure, yeah, we'll go with that.
0: It's not written in the you know the little... Official print that shows up on every calendar in the bottom left corner like that says Daylight Saving Time Begins, which is uh, March 14th.
1: But I think next year for 2022, we're already getting a work on having that.
0: We're having it added. Yeah. Yeah, I've reached out to exactly zero calendar companies, but I'll get on it. What? I'll get on it.
1: I've been asking you for months.
0: I know. It's the first thing you said when you got here for this job. Can you reach out to the calendar companies, get my birthday on the calendar?
1: (laughs) Can it be a national holiday, please? A bank holiday? Let's (laughs) get everyone off.
0: You know, you could have taken it off as one of your personal holidays. What am
1: I going to do? What am I going to do? I know no one here, Johnny. (laughs) You're the only person I know. You
0: can sleep in, but wake up in time to hear the last half of the show that you're not on that day. (laughs) What what an adventure. (laughs) Anytime I take a day off, let's say Hannah and I go on a road trip or something. We're always up early. You know, you can't really sleep unless it's a Monday. Then because you're kind of in the sleep in mode. Otherwise, if it's a day off any other day in the week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're back in your routine. So you get up early. So if I'm driving somewhere, I'll always listen to the show and I always feel bad, but I'll, I'll critique it. So that's what you could do. You could come in Thursday, the day after your birthday with all these notes.
1: I'll be like, Johnny, I just feel like you were really lacking in the female presence. Obviously, yeah.
0: when you tried to pitch your voice up, it just didn't work.
1: It was a bit offensive too. JP was able to pull it off, but yeah, you
0: can't. we heard that on Friday's show or Thursday's show when he did uh, Elmo's voice.
1: Oh, my gosh, that killed me. That was so yeah. funny. I love when he's a Muppet. If you, he's just uh, a great Muppet.
0: If you miss anything from the show, you can go back and listen to our podcast. That was definitely one of the highlights from last week. All right, speaking of highlights, some of the highlights coming up in the month of March. We'll get to them in just a little bit on Mark's In The Morning. Kind of <laughs> There's a lot to look forward to here in the month of March. This is Mark's In The Morning. So first and foremost, we all know what starts for the first time in two years later this month. I'm talking about March Madness. Runs through about April 5th. Now, last year's event got canceled because of COVID. Remember, it was like the first big thing. I remember we were in Florida, my dad and I. We were watching TV, and all of a sudden, everything just started to drop like flies. We got in on a Saturday, because we always go Saturday to Saturday. And by Wednesday, life as we knew it was different. Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday. It was building. We saw the last in-person Minnesota Twins game last year as a spring training game, and then they canceled the game we were going to go do that night. which so is kind of crazy. Anyways, March Madness got canceled. It'll be back this year, starting on March 18th. Boy, the Iowa Hawkeyes should, I hope, show up well. They won big yesterday, beat Ohio State. Uh, so that's something to get excited about. Daylight saving time starts March 14th. We spring forward. So the days will start feeling a little longer in a good way, though, where you get more sunlight Already sunset isn't till like a quarter to seven, which is nice. So imagine tacking on another hour. Uh, Golden Globes are uh, over now. Those were yesterday, technically not March. But you've got the Grammys to look forward to. and Then the Oscar nominees will be announced. So if you're an awards show fanatic, we're just getting started. Tis the season, as they say.
1: My favorite season is awards season. <laughs>
0: Well, let's see. It's spring, it's your birthday, and it's award season. It all kind of goes together. Did you watch, not to go off topic, but did you watch the Golden Globes at all last night?
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed them. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey can do no wrong, in my opinion. Were
0: were they there together? We saw only parts of the show, and I didn't see them at all. I saw Ted Lasso slash Jason Sudeikis winning. but In his hoodie? In his hoodie. He looked (laughs) like he may have had some... Edibles (laughs) would be a good word.
1: Uh, They kept promoting it as bi-coastal. So Amy Poehler was in Los Angeles and Tina Fey was in the Rainbow Room in New York City.
0: Yeah, she's kind of a New York institution, so that makes sense. Some other big comebacks this month include The Voice, which starts tonight. I know you saw a taping that we can't talk about. It wasn't The Blind Audition, so you saw something well down the road. Mm -hmm. Good Girls, which airs on Sunday, and The Masked Singer. A lot of people love that show. That starts Wednesday. Now, Grey's Anatomy, big season. Is it going to be their last? I don't know, but it starts Thursday. And then the last of the Keeping Up With The Kardashians thing starts on the 18th.
1: (laughs) The thing. (laughs)
0: I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving that show a chance. We got Peacock, my wife and I, because that's where they're moving all the wrestling stuff. So I'm like, I'll just get Peacock. Every season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians is out there. So I guess we could start now.
1: Oh, my gosh. I feel like you would get invested in it because it's so crazy.
0: I don't even know. I only know Kim and Chloe and Courtney. I only know their first names. You don't know I don't
1: Kendall know, and Kylie I've and heard Chris? Of
0: them. Oh, God, yeah, I guess I do. (laughs)
1: Go lay down. They're American institutions.
0: That's a sad state of affairs, my friend. That's a sad state of affairs. Uh, a couple holidays. St. Patty's Day is coming up, middle of the month. Passover, and then, are you ready for this? On the tenth of March, which is a Wednesday, it's a week from uh, this Wednesday. National Ranch Dressing Day, or as we call it in Iowa, it'll be Wednesday. That's
1: about
0: it. <laughs> pretty much every day, eh? Lots more to look forward to. Hopefully, in your life, maybe a birthday, an anniversary, or a celebration. If so, let us know. Tap that message button on the K 923 app. We'd love to hear from you and celebrate with you. I'm at. It is uh, at six thirty six on the first day. Of- Of March, you heard Rebecca Kopelman's forecast a little earlier. If you didn't, if you're just tuning in, today's going to be the only kind of dreary day in the near future. And the uh, forecast just shoots up after today. Only about 28 today. No snow, no rain, no nothing. It's just going to be chilly. 45 Tuesday by the end of this week, uh, mid to upper 40s. And then next week, we could be seeing some 50s. In like a lamb, you know, the old expression for March. It's in like a lamb, in like a lion, out like a whatever. I guess we'll see when we get there. But in like a lamb, can't complain about that after the cold snap we've had. Here's a question for you, Carrie. Are you a peanut butter fan?
1: I only eat peanut butter when it's on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because I'm a 12-year-old at heart.
0: Yeah, you don't like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I don't You've like them. You've told me that, but I uh, didn't know if you were if that goes for all peanut butter. Well, today is National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. It's also also National Pig Day. Which, uh, again, here in Iowa, we call that Monday because we have so many hog farmers. (laughs) But um, National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Because you're not a peanut butter lover, I want to give you some peanut butter trivia and see if you do well with these.
1: Okay, thank you. And
0: the bar is low because you don't like peanuts. Do you not like peanuts either? Or is it just peanut butter with certain things?
1: I mean... I don't know when or where I would. I love Planters peanuts. Sometimes mm-hmm. I like eating those when they're around. Didn't you almost work for Planters? Yeah, that's another story <laughs> entirely. We'll save
0: that for another day. But okay, so you you don't mind peanuts? You just don't like peanut
1: butter so much? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just don't like. I just don't like it. I feel like it's kind of bitter.
0: Wow. Okay. I love peanut butter, but I guess I don't really put it on much because I'm not a sandwich guy. Anyways, let's see how you do with some basic questions about peanut butter or maybe just peanuts. I'll start you out with a peanut question. True or false? Peanuts are not actually nuts. True. That is true. They're technically a legume, which is, in, I believe, the bean family because they grow underground. Right. right?
1: I've heard of that.
0: And nuts grow on trees. So they're a very confused nut or just not a nut at all. (laughs) All right, here you go. A 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. That's your standard size. Your Skippy, your Jif, your hy v brand, whatever. True or false, it takes 540 individual peanuts to make a jar that size of peanut butter.
1: I feel like it's more.
0: Okay, so you're going to say false? Yeah, false. Well, it is actually 540. I got that right off the website from the National Peanut Butter Board or Peanut Board. And in order to be called peanut butter Legally, it has to have 90% peanuts So if you're getting a jar of peanut butter It has at least 540 peanuts in it Okay uh, Let's keep going True or false There are 32 U.S. cities with peanut in their name 32 U.S. cities
1: uh, False
0: Yeah, you're right about that one There's only six There's only six Can you name any of them?
1: Um. There's
0: one in your home state
1: Hershey, I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a peanut Pennsylvania.
1: What? There's a peanut Pennsylvania? There's
0: an upper peanut Pennsylvania. And there's a lower peanut Pennsylvania. Three of the six in the U.S. are in Pennsylvania. Peanut, upper peanut, lower peanut. How did you not know that?
1: That makes so much sense because I've said to you before, Pennsylvania is the snack capital of the world. Yeah.
0: You guys gave us Hershey's. Is Hershey's owned by Mars or are they rivals? I'm not even sure.
1: Uh, I think I think they're rivals.
0: I bet they are. Okay, next one. True or false, peanut butter was originally sold as a substitute for people with no teeth that couldn't eat peanuts. In other words, it was mashed down so that people who wanted to eat peanuts but had no teeth could eat them.
1: Yeah, I'll say that's true. Yeah, that's
0: true. It is true. And believe it or not, it was invented by John Harvey Kellogg, the same guy that is behind Kellogg's cereal.
1: I'm familiar. Yeah.
0: 1894. (laughs) The dental industry, not what it was today. All right, (laughs) it's your last question. The record for the farthest a peanut has ever been thrown, because somebody keeps track of this, is uh, just over 124 feet.
1: Whoa, that's crazy. 124 feet. I I have to say that's true.
0: It is true. It's too bizarre a statistic for me to make it up it's 124 (laughs) feet and four inches the record was done by a guy in the uk it's not too terribly old he did this back in 2008 and the record still stands so if you got some free time today try to catch the wind at your back and throw a peanut as far as you can (laughs) and make sure the guinness people are there the guinness 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 book of world Records. i think that's it yeah make sure you have a guinness too because you're going to need one for all the peanut throwing there you go happy national peanut day and uh, peanut butter Lovers' Day. All right, we'll be back in a few minutes with Dylan Scott, Chris Stapleton, and Nashville News coming up here on Marks in the Morning. It's uh, 6.41, so about nine minutes. And then after 7, we're going to celebrate something madness. Not March, though. You'll find out. Anyway, it's Blake and Gwen. It's Marks in the Morning. 7.04, 19 degrees. The cold day, if you would. We're going to get up into the 40s, just not today. 28 for a high. Carrie Mack has been living in a hotel, which sounds like everybody under the age of about 16's dream. (laughs) You check in, you let somebody else do everything for you. They make your bed. They do all that. Of course, they don't when you have a residency unless you ask them to and then they charge. But it still sounds like a dream or like that Eagle song. You check in, but you never check out. Ooh, scary anyways. Anyway, so Carrie, (laughs) your your latest situation with the hotel you're staying in, it's a very nice place. Oh, it's
1: so nice.
0: But there's an issue with a mysterious light. Am I right?
1: Yeah, there's an issue with a mysterious light. I feel like this is a Stephen King novel.
0: It does have the makings of a Stephen <laughs> King. And he does center a, stuff, a lot of his stuff around like hotels, uh, hotels or Airbnbs. Not Airbnbs, but uh, bed and breakfast and such.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm in a Stephen King novel. That's what happened. <laughs> so last night I was getting ready for bed. I was winding down watching the Globes. And I was going off and turning off the lights because I have a certain... Uh, Like tradition that I kind of follow. I turn off this light, I turn off this light. And then I like headed to bed and I looked up and the light above my bed was on. Uh It had never been on before. Like, yeah, (laughs) thank you. Thank you for the dramatic music. Yeah, you're welcome. It had never been on before. And I I just didn't know what was going on. So I went around and I tried to like look for a light, for a light switch. There was no light switches anywhere. And I realized it was like the fan. And the fan had been broken, too. Yes, I know. <laughs> the fan had been broken, too. And I, I never used it. I never used this light. So I was like, how did this happen? And I had to sleep with the light on over my bed for the entire night.
0: That does sound awful. <laughs> I mean, it's hard enough to sleep. In, you'll You'll get there. But it's hard enough to sleep in the summertime when it's light till 930, quarter to 10. We have a... About two or three weeks, maybe even longer, where you're ramping up to the longest day of the year, May, early June, then into late June, and you're in bed at like you know eight forty-five, nine, and you hear children and birds, and blah blah blah. But at least you know where that light source is coming from. It sounds like your light shouldn't, by all accounts, be working, and it, yet it is.
1: It shouldn't be working, it, and I don't know why it's working. I, the only thing I can guess, and I talked to the one of the guys on site who's a real sweetheart, very yeah. kind, was helping me out. It was like 930 at night, and he said it could have been the wiring from the laundry machines upstairs. From
0: the cadaver in the ceiling. <laughs> from- <laughs> Actually, his name is Carl Daver. He
1: was doing his laundry. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he just leaves his laundry in there all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: No, but it's, like, right above me, and it makes some noise, so I'm guessing that's probably it. Some wires got crossed. But also, it could be a ghost.
0: One or the other. It's got to be one or the other. Uh, Interesting. So how did you sleep last night, then, with this light on? And I assume, as we speak, it's still on in your place.
1: It's still on, and it'll never turn off. So what happened was... uh, I I was like, I need to get smart. I need to figure this out. I need to figure out what I'm going to do. Uh, and I got a like a nightlight from my dad uh, for my birthday, too. And it was a sound machine. So I tried to blast the sound machine so I could just like focus and like zone out and get to bed. And I put a face mask that you usually wear because, you know, COVID yeah. over my eyes and tried to sleep like one of those prima donnas on an airplane.
0: <laughs> it's like a sun or light blocker.
1: Yeah, yeah. light blocker.
0: And did that work for you?
1: It worked for most of the night, except when it came off at like 1.30.
0: Yeah, that's not good. So the good news is Carrie was able to get a little rest. The better news is her eyes won't get COVID. Yeah. Where's so that?
1: I'm socially distancing from that light.
0: <laughs> good. I hope it's, uh, I don't know, I was going to say working. I hope maybe it's not working when you get back <laughs> to your unit.
1: I just want to throw something at it. That's my big oh, thing. That,
0: yeah, that's a good way to be. You'll never get your deposit back. <laughs> well, good luck with that. And no doubt about it, there's uh, something strange afoot at your hotel. And we'll have to stay. We'll have to see you in the morning. Nico Moon co-wrote that song with his wife. Patty Sunshine. Just kidding. No, but he did. Actually, he did co-write it with his wife, but her name is not Patty Sunshine. It's Marks in the Morning. It's K92.3, the Cedar Valley's number one for New Country. Actually, about Nico Moon, too. His, uh, he got some accolades from Lee Bryce. We had Lee Bryce on the show last week, and, and you had asked, Lee, you said, what are, when you were in quarantine, when you were busy writing music, because that's what he was doing, you also had to listen to music. Who were you listening to? And he pointed out Nico Moon. Mm -hmm. said he thought Nico Moon has been talented for a long, long time. So now we're all getting to meet Nico Moon, who previously did more songwriting than singing himself. All right. uh, We are going to do something on the show we haven't done before. And uh, that is, instead of March Madness, everybody's excited. I know. We're all excited for some normality. And uh, this year's tournament, which I think we're less than two weeks now from finding out the uh, the seeds, right? Didn't they announce that we were watching? Uh, Carrie came over yesterday. We were having brunch together with... My wife's family and one of her best friends, and then you came over, and we were watching the Iowa Hawkeyes just smoke Ohio State. Mm -hmm. And at some point, they mentioned the the tournament seat, like two weeks from yesterday.
1: Yeah, Selection Sunday, I think, is on the 14th of March?
0: Yeah, I think so. Same day as uh, Daylight Saving. So, we got a ways to go before that starts. But we're not waiting on this show for Mark's Madness. It's time, right now, for Mark's Madness... Mark's in the morning. So here's how this is going to work. Every couple of days, a couple times a week, we won't do it every day for sure, but a couple times a week, I will pit one of my favorite things up against Carrie and JP's favorite things. Not in the same day, but each of them have selected a few of their favorite things uh, to combat mine. And I've picked the categories as well because, you know, it bears my name, right? Mark's madness. So today we're starting off with steak.
1: The stakes are high. The stakes are
0: high. It's Mark's Madness on Mark's in the Morning. I promise I won't hit that button too many more times.
1: I will, though. (laughs) Watch out. I'm coming for it. (laughs) So, JP,
0: who's not here to defend himself this morning.
1: Which I think is really unfair, let's be honest. He
0: and I, when we sat down to set this up, we agreed on 99% of stuff. I mean, there's entire categories he sat out because he and I couldn't disagree on things. But there's one food venue that we walk down different paths, and that would be steak. And I love my steak. I love steak. Medium rare. I don't mind pink. In fact, if I open my steak and don't see pink, then I'm sending it back. JP is the opposite and always gets his steak well done. Well done. Uh. Yes, that is correct. So, we have decided, in what I think should be an easy one, and bear in mind I will trash talk every single one of these rounds and refer to them as the easiest, but for what is really the easiest win I'll ever have in my entire adult life, I have pit well done steak against my pick, medium rare. His pick is well done. Kerry, you do not have... Earlier, Carrie's like, gosh, I have to defend JP. He's not here to defend himself. I said, no, you don't. <laughs> you might be going up against JP because you are yet to come in this tournament. Mm-hmm. We already got one vote. Oh, thank you. I see you just posted this. We already got one vote for medium rare. Much appreciated.
1: Yeah. Check it out on our Facebook right now. We have a fun little post and graphic. The thing is, I agree with JP on a lot of things as well. Yeah. I'm fundamentally different from you guys because I'm both a woman and much younger than you. But oh,
0: there's much really necessary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I have to agree with you. Medium rare steak is the only way to go with a steak. I, yeah. Like I used to go medium well, but then people bullied me into going medium <laughs> rare. And well, then I was like, okay, this makes sense. I accept the bullying.
0: I think that for me personally, when my mom and I, my mom would be voting the little love emoji. Cause that's what you put down is JP's vote. Because she loves her steak well done. So I, too, grew up not knowing a difference. And then I realized, I don't want a hamburger. I want a steak. If I exactly. wanted a hamburger, I'd a hamburger. Which, by the way, I like those medium as well. But that's another story. So when I got past the tight grip of my mom and her errant ways. Oh, my god! And my dad, my parents are divorced. My dad ordering a steak medium or medium well, which he still does. He doesn't get it rare. He's not He's not one of us. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also not a, a heathen like old JP. Uh, I started to realize, like, oh, this is really good. This is how it's supposed to be.
1: Yeah, it's delicious. I love when you see a little bit of pink, a little bit of blood. Um, if there's no blood, what's the point?
0: What is the point?
1: Um, but, oh, my gosh, I, I just don't understand it. It's like eating rubber if you have it well done. Yeah. It's disgusting. Now
0: look, J.P didn't even show up the day that we knew he knew he was going to have to represent to <laughs> defend himself. You can vote right now on our Facebook page. It's uh, Marks Madness on March Marks in the Morning. Hello. Too many M A R. We'll have a new one for you later this week. But is that you can go vote if you're uh, if you just are tuning in right now we have started uh mark's madness today it's a few of my favorite things versus a few of their favorite things they being uh, jp who is uh, not gonna be with us today he's got a doctor's appointment and carrie mack now carrie you're coming up later in the week we're yes. not going to do one of these every single day but because we are doing it tournament style so the winner today <clears throat> medium steak, we'll be back later to battle another subject matter but um Couple times this week. All right, let's rewind just a bit, and we're going to move on to Gender Bender, which is in ten minutes. Jay's Homestyle Cooking, our sponsor this week. Earlier, you were talking about your light situation, and Iowa Girl eighty one sent a message. So, if you missed it, Carrie Max is staying in a hotel. She's got a residence there. What is it called? Extended Stay. Yeah, and it's a very nice place. And just one gripe, and that is her room is right below where the washer dryer is, and it appears as though all that rattling from the machines has caused her light to stop working. And by stop working, it won't turn off. (laughs) Prior to this, it wouldn't turn on, which is kind of a bummer, but not so much at 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night when you're trying to sleep. The opposite is a bummer. So let's see. Iowa Girl 81 says, this might not be possible, but could you take the light bulb out of the light? Or is it one of those LEDs where you can't do that? She's asking.
1: Great question. Great question. Keep asking questions uh, because I don't know. I don't know because I'm five foot five and the the light is like like intern skyscraper could get to it. I couldn't get to it without like another person uh, being on top of my shoulders or something. Is
0: it right above your bed?
1: Yes. That makes
0: it tough, too, because unless you can reach it from standing on your bed, that makes it hard to put a ladder anywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. So maintenance is going to look at it today. But I guess uh, I think they're getting a
1: lasso. (laughs)
0: <laughs> they're, gonna get, they're gonna get a laugh they're actually gonna repel up it's gonna be uh, the opposite of that scene from mission impossible tom cruise <laughs> is gonna go up into the sky and try to take your light out uh it, it very well if it's a wiring issue it very well could be kind of a messy thing where they have to move your bed and maybe they'll move it anyways but good question um but unfortunately carrie doesn't know the answer all right we'll be back with gender bender questions you hopefully know the answer to this could get you a jay's gift card jay's homestyle cooking just south of the uni dome we'll get to he's ready are you ready it's time to play gender bender on Marks in the morning. Hey, Johnny Marks, who are our contestants today? Thanks, Dave. Today, Jason and Liz are going to battle it out. Two callers from Waterloo. Jason, I'll start with you. How are you doing today? Yep. And are you on your way to work this morning? I uh, just dropped the kids off. Got to go get the other vehicle and then I am. All right. Good deal. Well, it's a nice day for all that. Your opponent, Liz, also calling from Waterloo. Liz, same question. Are you going to work or what you got up to uh, today? I am just dropped off of
1: daycare.
0: All right, so we've got we've gotten kids off in, in a way, so it's time for the adults to play gender bender. Although, I can't remember what day it was. Last week, we did have a kid chime in from the back seat and help their dad out. I think oh. it was their dad.
1: He was so cute. <laughs> yeah
0: not the dad the kid yeah we, you, you can decide on the dad jason you are our first caller today so you get to decide who goes first before you do let me remind you you'll each get three questions aimed at the opposite gender better score is needed to secure a victory and if we do need a tiebreaker we've got one that is percentage based. so that's uh, waiting in the wings jason who's going first you or liz uh lady first all right liz and this is your first time playing on the air with us is that right Yes, it is. Well, we'll see how you do. And we'll start with question number one. Liz, what type, type of checkers game uses marbles as its pieces? Um, Is it
1: Mancala?
0: No, it's Chinese checkers. Chinese checkers. Oh. Question number two. Yesterday was Jason Aldean's birthday, February 28th. Jason Aldean did not turn 45. Liz, is Jason Aldean, as of yesterday, younger or older than 45? He is younger. He is, but it's creeping up. He's 44 as of yesterday. Happy birthday. And question number three. The president of the NBA, the National Basketball Association, is known as what? And I think the president of most any major sport is known as this as well. What's their title? The commissioner? Yes, you got it. Commissioner is correct. Yeah. And with that, you get a score of two out of three. That's a good score. We'll see how it holds up against Jason's round.
1: Okay, Jason, let's go. What does Almay, Max Factor, and CoverGirl all make? What do they all have in common? Mascara. Well, they're makeup and cosmetics, so, so I that counts, yeah.
0: Then they all make good anniversary gifts if your wife tells you exactly what to buy.
1: Mm-hmm, Max and you Factor? go to the drugstore.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> so Walmart, here I come.
1: <laughs> okay, what do you call the little round crackers that's served with soup, stew, and chili? I'm not sure. Oyster crackers.
0: Now, why would you name a cracker after a type of food that you're not eating it with?
1: I mean, that's a great question. <laughs> why
0: are they just called chili crackers?
1: That's a great question. All
0: right, I, I, I ask to. the tough. I ask the hard-hitting questions. You do. Here on you do. Show. All right, this is an important one, Jason. If you get it right, we go to at that tiebreaker. If you don't, Liz is our winner on this Monday morning.
1: Okay, Jason, uh, 9 to 5, Dolly Parton's famous movie just came out on Hulu. It's finally released. I'm very excited to watch it. Name one of the two other women in the movie. I'm
0: not sure on that one either.
1: Jane Fonda or Lily Tomlin? No.
0: Don't they have a show together, those two?
1: Grace and Frankie. Like a brand
0: new show? We It was a tough round. Two to one is our final score. That means Liz is our winner. And she is not only a first time player and a first time winner, but she's heading to Jay's Homestyle Cooking just off of uh, just south of the UD Dome in Cedar Falls. Congratulations to you, Liz. Jason, it's early. It's only Monday. You can certainly call back and try again yet this week. Okay. all right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And if we don't get a chance to talk to you, a great week. Well, congrats, Liz. It's your first time winning. Do you have anything you want to say to your fans? Oh, I am just so excited. Yay! We'll take it. Uh, Yay! We need to start asking for acceptance (laughs) speeches from all of our winners. 20 (laughs) wins for the ladies on the year so far. 20 wins. You have a chance to win again tomorrow. Thank you, Liz. We'll talk to you off the air. It's Marks in the Morning with Parmalee and Blanco Brown just the way. We're going to 10, 10 minutes after 8 o'clock right now, and uh, 20 degrees. So you have uh, a lot to look forward to this week, I hope, as we kick off the month of March. We'll have beautiful weather. Uh, I did see a report. On one of the channels this weekend, that said by the end of this week, and I don't know if the reporter meant work week or weekend, no more snow on the ground in the Cedar Valley. Wow. We went from, and this is Waterloo, but, you know, might vary a bit by location. We went from about 16 inches of snow at the start of last week down to between 10 and 12 roughly this past weekend. So according to that prediction, we've got about another 10 to go. However, I'm beginning to see this substance called grass. Maybe you've heard of it. I'm unfamiliar. You're unfamiliar. I know you haven't seen much Iowa grass.
1: (laughs) I don't think I have seen Iowa grass. You haven't
0: seen any. You may have seen Iowa's Chuck Grassley because he's served in the U.S. Senate, but you've never seen Iowa grass. So you're about to, uh, if you haven't already, because we're going to lose a lot of snow this week. Not so much today. It's going to be a little bit of the uh, odd man out with only 28 to 30 degrees for a high But it will start cooking after that. All right, Carrie Mack, last week on the show, we had a polarizing caller. We didn't give her name. She didn't give us her name. We don't even know her name. But she called in to tell us that she had hid a car accident her son had had from their uh, dad-slash-husband because he, the dad, had threatened to take away his son's driver's license if he got into another accident. He'd already had one in the last couple months. Lo and behold, the kid had a second one. Nobody was hurt or anything. But, unfortunately, it turned into a situation where the mom disagreed with the dad's parenting tip, or parenting strategy, and hid The car accident from her husband taking the blame herself. Boy, did that get people fired up. Now, moving on from that, I think it's an interesting question because technically the son is also hiding this fact from his dad. What is something you hid from your parents when you were a kid or maybe even as an adult? My goodness, parents never stop meddling in your business, do they? That's their job, (laughs) I understand. and I love my mom to death. But whenever something happens at work or whenever I have anything, whether it's good or bad, I always tell my dad first. I talk to my wife, of course, but I always tell my dad because my mom always freaks out. You're going <laughs> to move again. No, mom. <laughs>
1: oh, oh that's, no. That's my mom.
0: That's that's my mom in a nutshell. <laughs> oh Very God. close. If you've never met my mom. Now you have. Boom. <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, a bit of a embellishment there. Of course, tell her stuff. I'll just leave details out. Mm -hmm. So what about you, Carrie? You've been teasing this for a while now. There was something recent and expensive that you hid from your folks.
1: Wait, do they know? They they know because they found out. Okay, good,
0: because you're about to tell the world, and I know they listen on the K92.3 app.
1: Yeah, they're always listening. They they give critiques at the end of the show, too. They're like, Good, you to... could have really like done this a bit better. You
0: know, your co-host could have been a lot better, Carrie. What...
1: <laughs> no, they love you. It's all me. It's all me. Who's mm-hmm. the problem? Um, So it was a few years ago, actually. I was coming back from college. I was actually going home. I was actually going back to college after Thanksgiving break. And I had just moved to an, like an off-campus apartment. So I was driving in. Uh, during the day and like parking and I forgot I would forget to like fill the meter or whatever until I found this really cool app where I can fill it online. But I would kind of pick up a lot of parking tickets.
0: Now, what would a parking ticket in that city cost you? Because I could tell you here I've actually had one. And I learned very quickly to plug the meters in downtown Waterloo. Mm-hmm. What did it cost there?
1: So the thing with these parking tickets was it was 20 bucks, I think, mm. uh, like if you paid it on time, but if you kept forgetting to make certain payments or you, for, you, you kept missing the deadline, yeah. it was like 40, 60, 80, oh, hundred.
0: start tacking on. Yeah. It's like almost would, like an interest rate.
1: Exactly. And, let me tell you, I couldn't afford half of this stuff. I couldn't afford any of my parking tickets. So I would just, like, look at them, and I'd be like, I'll pay them later, and i put them in my car.
0: Oh, no! You just stuffed them away?
1: I stuffed them away, and I kept forgetting. And then I would get another parking ticket, and I'd be like, oh, no, this is another one. This is the... This- Like the sixth one I have, like, I haven't paid any of them. I'm just going to put it away and like, just forget about it. Like horse blinders tunnel
0: vision here. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I was leaving to go back to school from after Thanksgiving break and my parents are very nice. They were trying to help me load up the car and my dad, I think it was my dad who found them. He was going through my like glove compartment or something and he saw like this orange parking ticket and he's like, Oh, you have a ticket. And then he found, like, more and more and more. And he came in. His face was red. He was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> but, like, not with heck. It not was, like, heck. something else. Yeah, something more um, dad
0: language yeah. yeah,
1: my dad's from the Bronx. So it was very right. much, like, not heck. <laughs> um, so they just, like, were so mad. They were freaking out. And obviously... Like looking back, honestly, so it's technically their car. They had to help me pay the parking ticket. Yeah, because it
0: go on their record. I just yeah. You know, moving violations a lot worse than a parking ticket. But if you start gathering parking tickets and ignore them, they can
1: get pretty nasty. Yeah, and that's, pretty quickly. That's why I always pay them on time now. If I have them, I haven't had a parking ticket in like over like two years.
0: That's good. I will say the one time I dealt with parking tickets on a regular basis was when my wife was at UNI and mm-hmm. I here in, in Cedar Falls. And I would park to go see her, and I didn't have a permit in school for some odd reason. tends to fall during the cold months, so I wasn't going to walk halfway across campus where I could park at a free spot. So I'd park in front of her dorm, and I don't remember what dorm it was. And so the next day, I'd have tickets all over my windshield. I paid them, but they were a lot cheaper. They were $10 a pop. I don't know. Aaron, are they still $10? Yeah, okay. Aaron's an uh, intern skyscraper. you a I student, and he, he says they still are. And it's a college. They are not going to fumble a chance to put a ticket on your car if they can.
1: Oh my gosh! You don't think you get enough money from me already from books and tuition <laughs> know, and right? room and board? Like well, okay, part, charge me for parking.
0: Here's the thing: I did this regularly, which wasn't good, but I lived in Decora at the time, so I couldn't just stay at a friend's. House. I had no connections down here other than her, and so I fancied ten to twenty dollars is cheaper than getting a lot, right?
1: Mm, yeah, I, I guess was you're right.
0: In front of her dorm. So for me, it made sense. Anyways, what about you? What is something you hid from your folks? The worst thing I ever hid from my parents. Now, bear in mind, my parents are divorced. So if I hid something from one, I was either not hiding it from the other or the other just wasn't aware it was an issue. And for my mom, for the longest time, my mom was a teacher up until she retired a couple years ago. A teacher her whole career, my whole life. She was teaching before I was born or around the time I was born. I hid my report cards. (gasps) This is before they were all digital. Even by the time I was done with school, they were starting to go digital, where you'd still get a paper copy sent in the mail, blah, blah, blah. But they would always email whoever the contact was. And my mom had a work email I had no access to. But in middle school, I had a terrible report card. This came up yesterday when you were over at our house. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this. Carrie came over for brunch yesterday. uh, And we... Had to talk, my mom and I, when she found it. I hid it. I locked it in my desk. I had a little desk at home. It's actually still there. That had a key that you could lock. Well, no parent is going to give their kid something that locks without having access. My mom also had a key. Oh, yeah. She bought the desk. She probably took the second key. Like an idiot, I thought, no, she'll never find it. Oh, she found it. Oh no. I also had workout supplements in there and I was so worried my mom <laughs> was gonna take those even though they were legal. I mean there was nothing wrong. Had, oh like my creatine God. and other things How in there. How old were you?
1: <laughs> Man. 12 or 13. It you was were right taking before. exercise supplements or whatever? Man, I was
0: getting buff back then. I used to look so good. I couldn't do anything in school, but man, was I shredded.
1: You were a shredded 13-year-old. <laughs> I, I
0: was, and then it all went downhill when I when my high school was three blocks from an Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what about you? disagree with their kids? It's sparks in the morning. It's
1: not a disagreement. It's just that we... S- Like, I remember it a bit differently because I was just traumatized.
0: Carrie's mom chimed in and she says, no, I found the tickets. What about the speeding ticket I found? She's referring to something we were just talking about here. What have you hid from your parents? Carrie hid some parking tickets. Said her dad busted her while digging through a glove compartment. Uh, well, she was well. He was what helping you clean out the car. Yeah. And your mom is saying no, no. I found him and a speeding ticket. Oh, madam.
1: I do recall the speeding ticket because I assumed I had to pay it like a parking ticket, mm-hmm. but I didn't. And uh, they had to hire me a lawyer because I it took oh. it took me a while until I figured out I could pay it off.
0: Well, you know what? The good news is you're here in Iowa, where you'll never get a parking ticket.
1: I've been you could,
0: though, I guess
1: you could. I've been very good with like parking and speeding ever since then because my parents traumatized me so much in such a good way. No, that, that's
0: I, a, that is a good thing. Our parking ramp is very strict. Of course, you have the right to park here, but mm-hmm. uh, our friends at Park Waterloo and we do love Park Waterloo because they've helped us out with other stuff. Uh, and I give them credit if you don't you know, if your meter runs out or you don't park where you're supposed to. And remember, in our ramp, too, you could be parking in somebody's spot. They'll come and get you. They won't take your car away, but they'll give you a ticket. And they're very fair, too, if they, you know, if we forgot to submit a form for somebody, sometimes people get a new car, a new license plate, or whatever, they're still respectful and they'll drop the ticket, even though it was technically our fault for not submitting it, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you definitely won't pay what you had to pay out east. That's for sure.
1: Oh, heck now. I don't heck know about no. a speeding
0: ticket. The only moving violation... Actually, it wasn't a moving violation. The only violation I had here was I used to have a Minnesota Twins decal on my license plate, but it blocked my tags. Oh. So I got pulled over, and the officer said, just remove it, that and gave me a warning, and I did. I got home and pulled it off. I haven't... Twins stunk anyways at that time, so...
1: Do you think they were just a really... Uh, obstinate fan?
0: Yes, definitely. She was a Cubs fan, this <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think so. It was fair, and I knew I was in the wrong. Here's a good one from Dawn messaging in. We're asking you what's something you hid from your folks. My sister took my parents' truck out for a joyride when she was 12. What? She ended up hitting a curb and then bent the rim of a tire. Oh. <gasps> I had one hour to get it fixed and the truck back home before my parents got home from work. This sounds like a sitcom episode right here, like, uh, you know, some sort of TV show.
1: It's like Modern Family.
0: There you go. It's like an episode of Modern Family. Um, Dawn goes on to say they noticed it and I lied and said, I did it while checking out the cows and hit a stump. Checking, I'm assuming like they have cows. So she would have been (laughs) out checking on them. They believed me, but I finally told them the truth at my sister's wedding. Oh, I love it.
1: Uh, that's the best part. My, th- my thing is my parents always found out because I'm a terrible liar.
0: You know, I, there were things I did hide from my mom, but I felt so guilty. I don't yes. remember ever not either coming clean or she figured it out. Mm-hmm. So were you a terrible liar or just did you have guilt? Were you struck with guilt and you couldn't keep something from them?
1: I think it was both for me. Yeah. I was so guilty that I was such a bad liar.
0: As <laughs> yes, you should be. All right, we'll be back with news and weather in a minute on Marks in the Morning. Dirk's Bentley's gone. We'll hear all about it next. K92.3, follow us on the K92.3 app. Uh, you can listen to us. You can message us. You can do a lot of things with the app, plus local news, country music news, and much more. All right, today in history, a little history lesson. I know JP gets all on me because I don't have any specific music for this segment. So what did I assign him? Some mariachi music yeah. or something?
1: Because there's nothing spicier than a history lesson. Yes. Uh, I don't
0: know. Let me see. Maybe he's not here today. Uh, So I guess I should pick any kind of music I want. Mm -hmm. Let me try. Let's see what this piece sounds like. Here we go. Oh, it's the mariachi music. I guess it's meant to be. (laughs) All right. Today's history lesson is about U.S. postage stamps. Today in history, 1869. The very first postage stamp with a picture was issued, meaning it didn't just have the value of the stamp on it. It actually had a little scene they were called scene stamps. And the very first ones featured a horse with a rider, a locomotive, a shield, an eagle and a ship and America's first celebrity, Betty White. So there you go. How do you like that?
1: Really? No, of course. Oh, don't mess that with me. That was an me. age joke,
0: Carrie. That was because she's 142 years old. That That's an age rude.
1: Joke. She would never. I would want her on a postage stamp, though.
0: She would be good on a postage stamp. Uh, so there you go, 1869, and stamp collecting was probably born about then. If you have a stamp from 1869, you're probably very, very wealthy. We'll be back in a few minutes with Nashville news on Marks in the Morning. It's K92. This is K92. Three. It's Kenny Chesney. It's Marks in the Morning. I'm Johnny Marks. This is Kerry Mack. Our buddy JP will be back with us tomorrow. Uh, If you have a RAV4, do you drive a RAV4 like Kerry Mack does? Chances are you at least know somebody does because it is the number one selling car in the United States that's not a pickup truck. Well, there's also a pretty good chance that that person's RAV4 has just been the subject of an investigation. Not a recall, but an investigation. Now, Kerry's ears perked up because you drive a RAV4.
1: Yeah, I do. And I love my RAV4.
0: They're great vehicles. My dad drives RAV4. Uh, yeah. This is the second one. He bought it. He had a 20, no, he had a 1999 RAV4 that died a couple years ago. Literally, the bottom dropped out from all the years of salt and, and all that road treatment. Oh, geez. The car, the engine was fine, but they condemned his car on a routine maintenance trip. He went to get his oil changed to the dealers. like, we can't let you drive off the
1: oh, off no. the uh, lawn
0: here with it. So he bought a new one. It's good salesman right there. The <laughs> was probably fine. Uh, anyways, there's a, an issue here that uh, Carrie Mack's going to put up a story about, but it, it kind of a Cliff notes version. They've been starting on fire. 2013 through 2018 models. There's no recall, once again, but the National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration has just started investigating after getting 11 complaints. Some of those fires happened when the car's engine wasn't even running.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: You imagine you're standing in your house... And you're making dinner, and one of your kids goes,
1: "Dad, your car's on fire!" I'm
0: like what? Oh my god! <laughs> well, anyways, we'll keep you posted. But for now, it's just under investigation, and kind of creepy, kind of scary to think. Yeah, your car might start on fire while well, you're driving. Hopefully oh not.
1: God. Oh my god! That may, I'm anxious enough to drive around here, but now this just adds a whole nother level because I could be such. I could like. Blow up while I'm driving.
0: Well, your car would blow up. You'd be okay.
1: Well, well let's see. <laughs> let's see what happens. Do you remember Did the Androids?
0: Yes. That was the Samsung S something. Yeah. Galaxy S7 something. Yeah, that was an issue with the battery. If you plugged it in, it would explode. Not every single model. But I remember getting on an airplane a few years ago, and they said you couldn't bring that phone on the plane.
1: Oh, my uh, gosh. I
0: didn't have one, but Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. This is uh, along those lines. Well, now you're you're going to need a spring prepared kit for your car, Carrie, which will, of course, consist of jumper cables, uh, air tire pressurizer, and marshmallows and a little stick in case you get uh, your car starts on fire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You have s'mores.
1: <laughs> little weenies. I'll uh, get some get little some, weenies. Get some little
0: smokies. And, uh, you know, car starts on fire. Give me a call. I'll drive out. We'll have a fire.
1: A, a bonfire. Fire. I yeah, hear yeah. they're really popular around here. Yeah,
0: we're getting into that season again.
1: Yeah, car exploding season. <laughs>
0: Carrie Mack and I, we were talking about this. Uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts all year long. I learned, I did not know this uh, as Carrie and I still continue to get to know each other. As um, the days go by, you don't drink hot drinks.
1: I don't like hot drinks. I didn't know that. Now we're not
0: talking about like, Oh, I don't like coffee, hot coffee. I don't like hot chocolate. We're talking all hot drinks. What? Even hot tea?
1: I, your wife makes tea perfectly. I feel like she, it's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's just, it's just right. Um, I just maybe it's because I was one of those kids who is like incredibly precocious. And the moment I had a drink in my hand, I had to like chug it <laughs> like I was a frat boy at a party. But I just would get traumatized because I would always burn like my mouth because of it. So maybe it kind of trained me to not want those and to prefer cold drinks. Also, cold drinks are so much more refreshing.
0: Yeah, but when we were in that deep freeze a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Can you imagine you step out of your home with a thermos full of ice, cold, anything?
1: No way. I did do it. I, I walked it. out with my cup full of ice water.
0: You didn't. Even, it could have been lukewarm water. It would have turned to ice water from <laughs> yeah, just the temperatures.
1: You're right. You're right. You're not wrong. I do
0: like in the summertime, you know, 80, 90 degrees. I'm going for a drive. I'm heading to work, coming back in a station vehicle. I've done this a few times. Stop at sidecar or something, in sidecar and get an a iced coffee. But in the winter, I can't stand the thought of an ice drink. I know a lot of people love their frappuccinos year round; those are quite literally ice cold. But I just can't do it. I'm a I'm a hot drink in the winter, and I can even do hot drinks in the summer. That's just kind really? of really, yeah. I don't mind them.
1: I feel like that's stifling. Like I don't know. Like it's too much heat.
0: Yeah, it can be, but it's still the taste it's despair. more caliente. It is. I like spicy stuff, too, and I don't just eat that in the winter.
1: I've noticed that. You enjoy to feel so much heat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I think it's beginning to give me heartburn, too. I need to cut back a little bit. I've had so much heat.
1: (laughs) That's part of the reason, because I would drink, like, hot drinks sometimes. I've noticed this when I was in college, because I was trying to drink hot tea, and it just, like, burned on the way down.
0: But I think that's because your drink is too hot.
1: Maybe, maybe I just have bad experiences and people who are trying to burn me from the inside out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but maybe it is, maybe it does stem from childhood. But I would challenge you when it gets um, because it's, we're getting into the nicer months. So you're going to run out of days here. If you like your cold drinks in the winter, you're going to love them in the summer. So you're running out of time to try something warm and maybe fall in love. Not even hot chocolate. What a staple as a.
1: A winter lo- drink. I love hot chocolate, but I have to like let it cool for like a half hour before That's I drink chocolate it. Chocolate
0: milk. It's <laughs> <laughs> not hot chocolate.
1: No, it's warm chocolate milk.
0: All right, I guess it's like somebody put it in the microwave for eight seconds, and took it out, <laughs> like a baby's bottle. Um, I'm di- all right. Well, I'm, I'm fascinated by that. I'm curious to know if there's anybody else out there that just doesn't like hot drinks. I've never really heard of this till you came along. You're an enigma wrapped in a mystery. On the mighty K ninety two three, I've got uh, Weird News Rodeo coming up in just a sec. Anytime JP is out, I get the reins and the uh, apparently the whip as well. The Howard Dean's sound effect. Uh, if you love superpowers or superhero movies, you're going to love your Weird News Rodeo story coming up in just a couple minutes. Uh, one of the most, one of the biggest staples, one of the biggest institutions in the city of Waterloo, are the Sullivan Brothers, who we lost during World War II. And their legacy lives on. They actually have a ship that was named after them. It's long been decommissioned, but it is a tourist attraction. The Sullivan's ship is currently docked at the Buffalo and Erie Canal. I'm sorry, Erie County Naval and Military Park in Buffalo, New York. I don't suppose by chance you've been to that area.
1: Um, I've been to Buffalo, but I don't think I've been to that specific part of Buffalo.
0: No. Well, if you do get up there, hopefully you have a chance to see the USS The Sullivan's. Unfortunately, this now tourist attraction is starting to sink due to damage to the hull. Why? Well, the bad weather. It's been brutally cold all over the world, and really here in the U.S. we know quite well here in our neck of the woods, but also out east. That's caused damage to the hull of the destroyer, and the ship is taking on water. If the leaks can't be stopped, it will sink. So pumps are being used to remove water. I picture them like sump pumps inside the ship, but they can't quite keep up. As a result, the... The museum there, they're asking for $100,000. So far, as of uh, just a day or so ago, I checked, and the Naval Park had reached about a quarter of its goal. And I'm going to get something up on the k ninety two three app. But uh, the Solomon brothers, if you're not familiar with their story, very similar to Private Ryan. Have you ever seen Saving Private Ryan?
1: I, I understand the gist of it, though.
0: It's Matt Damon's the only brother left. They've all been killed in the war, the, the Private Ryan. Uh, this is similar. So... Brothers George, Francis, Joseph, Madison, and Elbert Sullivan were all killed when their USS Juno ship was sunk in November 42 by a Japanese submarine. And uh, that's where they get the name and the honor in the museum and the five Sullivan brothers um, auditorium down the hall or down the road from us. Anyways, the, the ship itself has been retired since 1977, but it's a tourist attraction and uh, it needs some repairs. So we'll get more on that. On the k 923 app. From that story to a completely irreverent Weird News rodeo story. <laughs> it's starts in the morning. <laughs> if you had a superpower, Carrie Mack, what do you think it would be?
1: Uh, It would be teleportation.
0: Okay. You'd save a lot of money on airfare, transportation.
1: Exactly.
0: Where would you teleport to first?
1: Um, I would teleport to Paris. I just want to eat a baguette in Paris.
0: And you know the way things work. You could work a full day here, then travel to Paris, where it'd be like daytime. Yeah. You know, eight hours, seven hours difference. Well, there's a contest right now where you can win a quarter of a million dollars just by proving you have a superpower. So, Carrie Mack, if you could teleport, be sure you do it in front of these folks. Because if you prove your powers, your abilities, you'll be a quarter of a million dollars richer. Now, this is, this is a real thing. It's called the, uh, well, if you, let's back up. The Center for Inquiry in Los Angeles has been running a contest for a few years now called the Paranormal Challenge. And so they've expanded on this now. Beyond just paranormal, they've expanded it to superpowers because nobody's won their $250,000. A ton of people from all over the world have said they have superpowers or abilities, things that can't be explained by science, but so far none of them have been able to prove it.
1: Oh, my gosh. This seems like one of those uh, B-plots in all those superhero movies Doesn't where they're it? trying to trap the superhero. Like, we're going to get Spider-Man by giving him $250,000.
0: <laughs> then Peter Parker shows up and... You know, watches somebody else take it. Yeah. Uh, well, it is not. It is not uh, something that anybody's won yet. But what I really love about this, I went to the website The Nerdist to find this. They have a running list of people who have actually tried to prove <laughs> their superpowers. The most recent was Dice Man.
1: Okay. In October,
0: do you want to know what Dice Man's skills is? Skills set is?
1: Um, let's roll the dice and figure it out.
0: <laughs> he claimed he was telepathic. And could project any image onto anyone's head. What that has to do with dice, I don't know. But apparently, like a true superhero, (laughs) he rolled dice before trying to pull off his superpower. Never could pull it off. And hasn't won anything. Right before that, in June of 2020, was Lightning Man. Oh, no. Skeptics tested the man who claimed he could summon lightning. He could not, but maybe he knew how to read a weather forecast. I don't know.
1: <laughs> like it's going to thunder right now.
0: Come on. You, you just hit that button on your phone, didn't you, sir? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Give me my money. Anyways, my superpower would definitely be getting no more than four hours of sleep each night. Where's my money? Give me my quarter of a billion dollars. <laughs> I can run on just four hours of sleep. We'll be back in a few minutes on Mark's in the morning with news, weather, and sports from a guy who also runs out about four hours of sleep. Our news director, Elwin Huffman, next. I'm Johnny Marks. Carrie Mack is here. JP will be back with us tomorrow. Carrie Mack and I do our Weekend in Five photos, which you'll see after the show is done today. I believe... I appear on one of your five photos, and then I just asked you if I could use that photo. So Yeah, you
1: snatched mine up.
0: We'll have the same photo. (laughs) You can tell. You'll be able to tell it's one of Carrie's by the declining quality of her camera.
1: I will not argue (laughs) with you. I love how you've never said that to me straight up, but you passively, aggressively tell me. You're like, Carrie, let's use my phone for this video on Facebook. Carrie, let's use this one to take the photo. Carrie, Carrie, no, it's okay. (laughs) I'll take care of it. That
0: sounds like something I would say.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm
0: just curious when you're getting a new photo. Phone.
1: That's all. I'm sorry. I'm balling on a budget.
0: Well, this is March. March is Women's History Month. And I think Carrie Max should make her current phone Ancient History.
1: Oh, that already is mostly
0: Ancient History. What do you have? An iPhone 8?
1: Yeah. I've had it for like two years. It's cool story. Don't be mean, (laughs) Johnny. I'm
0: not being mean. It still works, right? What's the most important thing? It works.
1: Yeah, I can make calls. I can make texts. I can FaceTime people. I can take good photos. It's just my phone. My camera lens was a little blurry. A little blurry.
0: Yeah. I was looking good in that blurry photo, though.
1: <laughs> that's that's. <laughs> I think
0: that's my... a good. It's a good thing you have Johnny, uh, a Johnny filter on your phone. <laughs> Give me a highlight from your weekend, Carrie Mac, for those who haven't seen our photos yet because uh, we haven't posted them. Give me a highlight from this weekend.
1: Well, I think one of my highlights was when I came back to my room and I saw a little note from my roommates from college. They sent me something in the mail. Oh, that's sweet. What did they send you? They sent me a. The Wilbo's, beers, brats, and all that. Oh,
0: they sent you a gift card to Wilbo? Yeah, it's Wilbo. Nice. Yeah. Wilbo's good. Have you been to Wilbo yet?
1: No, I haven't. So this is a good excuse for me to go. And also, it's a really nice gift card, if you know what I mean.
0: Uh, Wow. These are friends that are just out of college? What are they doing for a living?
1: Well, they all banded together to get this gift card.
0: I only have two friends. So when they band together, I get like a $15 gift card to the... Ponderosa or something.
1: Wait till it's your birthday. I go crazy for birthdays. So you'll be having a really good one.
0: Well, I'm excited. Your birthday. So Carrie Max's birthday legit is on Wednesday. I'm legit. excited. I have uh, something in mind for you.
1: Mm-hmm. You're firing me.
0: I, I, well, we'll do that Thursday. Okay, Wednesday will you. be a day of celebration. Thursday will be a day of the utmost fear.
1: <laughs> That's how but I yeah. always expect working in a real job to be like. Happy
0: birthday. Can we have 15 minutes in my office, please? <laughs> and you'll need a pen and oh, a paper no. and a Depends. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll be, um, I'm excited about that. And I think James is on the show with us that day or maybe he's not. I don't know. I'll have to talk to him, but we're going to have some fun. I uh, I was hoping maybe JP could bring in one of his kids and they could, like, present you with a cake and all uh... of, like, a little festive dance, but apparently they're in school.
1: What? I can't get the children to dance?
0: No. No dancing children for you, but uh, we'll have some fun on the show. All right, that's uh, almost it. We got one more thing for you today, and that is Nashville News. Your last Nashville News Minute of the morning is coming up on Marks in the Morning in just a little bit, along with music from Luke Bryan. Then it's 30 minutes nonstop country music to start your work day.